Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts in Time podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, we've got a very special guest, Bernadette Anna Bruckner, who's been on our podcast before. And, uh, you know, we've shared some really great information and, and great insights and pieces of wisdom around relationships. So welcome again, Bernadette. Yes, I'm totally thrilled that I'm again on the podcast because I love what you're doing. And it's such a, a important topic, relationships. Massively so. And I think especially in our current times, because at the moment, listeners, um, whether you're listening to this on a replay or live, what I want to put it in the context of is that we're in a current lockdown situation on the back of the coronavirus being prevalent. So we're going to be touching on what that might mean for people in the current crisis. And also the main subject we're going to be discussing is around why do some relationships work or not work as the case may be. So Bernadette, if you'd like to um, start us off by, first of all, your thoughts around what's currently happening in the world at the moment. It's, um, it, uh, I don't know. For me, it's a very, very interesting time. For me, it's like a global social project. And we see uh, uh, what actually relationship might can be beginning with ourselves and uh, what actually happens with people when they have certain regulations, when they uh, have to be at home and what actually a relationship might be meaning with uh, when you are very, very close and not have any other options than leaving, you know, like leaving the house or anything else and uh, how we actually uh, treat, uh, treat each other uh, in certain circumstances. And for me, it's really, really on one side, very frightening what I see. On one side, I smile because a lot of people are coming together and uh, you, you know, like uh, they redefine uh, their own relationship with themselves, with others, with family and something like that. And others don't because uh, domestic violence is is arising very, very high in Austria and I think also globally. And, and um, it, it gives us also a chance um, to, to, to see ourselves what happens when we are in, in very, you know, in stressful times. And uh, I'm working a lot these days, uh, um, helping other people and helping them to overcome any challenges and fears and everything else and get also clarity and um, I'm pretty sure that a lot of uh, relationships will split up and new ones will uh, come together. So it's a very exciting time. It is a very exciting time because even with, um, I suppose, maybe the, it might be for some couples that have previously had pretty good, healthy relationships to do some reflection around the fact that they may have come to a point where they've 
thought, you know what, um, this relationship has um, reached the end of its course for whatever reason to maybe reconsider that. And also, like you say, for other relationships that are definitely not working well, for, for people to actually reflect and, and make the decision, you know what, I really now need to make a change and get out of this relationship to be available to look for something new. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, like um, because I had today uh, a meeting with other women and uh, I, I, I just said to them, just now you see what actually is the basis of the love of the relationship or partnership you have currently. It, was it truly love that you come together or was it other, you know, other reasons? And for some people, uh, they really like, it's like eye opening at the moment. And they, they will probably say, what the fuck was that? That I was so insane to, to either marry this person or, or meet this person. And, and, and so just in my opinion, just use this time at the moment and reflect yourself. And, and also with your partner, of course, together, if possible or not, and, and just see the values or the, 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 um, the reasons why you actually came together. Once that you really can reflect and, and just uh, get all the good, good memories from the beginning where you, you know, when you have the, uh, the pink glasses on and you were totally in love with this person and, and just figure out for yourself what was actually the reason why we, we came together. So. It's a really big chance that, that you have, and you actually, we have the time at the moment, that you really reconsider and, and, and just check for yourself uh, the, the good reasons why you, why you came together. You can refresh a lot of memories, actually, or not. Yeah. Because I met so many people, and, and uh, they, they, they just said, what, what was in my mind? To meet this person and what the fuck was that? That we, uh, why are we actually fighting and why we are actually still together and and and, and. so um, let's let's use this time still positive. Uh, use this time for yourself for reflection for uh, checking your own values and also checking um, the path where you went together and the path you you did together. And, and just refresh everything or not. And, and, and as you as relationship expert and love expert, we actually can redefine uh, the word love. What is it actually for me? What is it for my partner? What is it for us together? Is it still the same or uh, change something? And, and what is actually happening with me when I'm in, uh, in crisis, when I have, uh, when I challenge you know, most of the people are challenging now big, big problems they never thought about before uh, or they had never before. We experienced something totally new, not only in, you know, in, in, in your small area, but actually globally. And how do I react on it? And how does it affect for me, for my partnership and also for my family, of course, and, and with my parents and with my kids and then end? Yeah, certainly. You know, I, I do think that especially women, they they generally do have a very strong forgiving nature. And sometimes that's to the detriment, you know, of um, the boundaries, you know, and what their morals and values are. Um, 
you know, because I think it's very important to have those boundaries, to know your self-worth, to know that you are enough and that you do deserve to be treated well in a relationship. And sometimes, you know, um, it's easy to throw this word forgiveness around a lot, but sometimes, you know what, forgiveness can actually mean giving that other person the bullet they need for the gun, to reload the gun to shoot you yet again, you know, because they've not learned there's a consequence to their actions. I think it's, it's a, for women, I think we have a very, very great value. We not only care for ourselves, but we also care for everybody else. It's in our nature. But it can be also a challenge because they had a, a group of women uh, in my school and we, they were worried about everybody else. And, and I was like, yeah, 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 I understand everybody of you because it's in our nature to take care of everybody. But it, it also can be, you know, an uh, obstacle for us. It can also be something uh, what makes us lying, that we cannot handle anything anymore. We have no idea how to deal with it. And especially those we love the most, we, of course, uh, want to take care uh, of them a lot. And it, it also can hurt us a lot when you see more and more the character of those people coming out when they are in stressy times. And I uh, created um, different resilience tools, uh, copies tragedies. And uh, one of them is I do a lot of inner child healing. So when, when we are in stress, um, we, we actually begin to have strategies we, we learned in our childhood. And if, if we cannot express it in a normal way or in words, we express it in emotions. And we women, yes, we forgive uh, if we learned it or not. And uh, it also depends um, how how much de- how much detached we are to the other person. And especially in partnerships, it can be uh, very hurtful, very stressy, um, and if we do not learn to handle all those those challenges we have out there, it might can uh, make us more ill than actually should. And as you see, as you say in forgiveness, it's like forgive two wordings. It's like I, I want to give you something out of poor love or out of poor something else. Please take it and let's have nice time together and forgiving is something that i don't emotionally be detached anymore to the other person what makes me hurting or what makes me do something what it's not how should i say something what i actually do do not want to do but i don't have any other possibility to make any strategies to help you in a different way a lot of people cannot express in words what they actually feel at the moment. So sometimes, like in domestic violence, uh, people become very violent. And I don't know how it is in in your country, but in my country, uh, alcohol is still a topic. And if people uh, begin to drink at home because they have no other possibility to do something with their time, violence can be an expression, not having any words for something what they actually are bothered with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I, um, concur with what you're saying. Certainly, you know, I do think there can be a balance between 
forgiveness and, and, and somebody knowing there has to be a consequence for their actions if they are behaving badly towards you. And I think, first of all, there has to be that talk about what that consequence actually means in terms of how it's made you feel and expressing that at a time when, you know, um, things have calmed down and you can let that other person know how it's impacted you. And then on the back of that, you know, the consequence being of they realise how it's impacted you and made you feel, then you can, you know, then forgive. So um, what I, I uh, since COVID, I did a lot of different uh, videos in, in different languages uh, to give uh, my resilience tools and tips and coffee strategies. And especially in partnerships, when you cannot express in words what is actually going on inside of you, I highly recommend to tell the other person, darling, I need a time out something bothering me but i cannot express it in words and i will will just check for myself how i can handle it and maybe we can talk later about it and uh for for a lot of people i don't know for us when i grew up like talking about emotions talking about any problems was like you know a hidden topic mm. it's like you don't talk about especially with men you don't talk about any emotions <laughs> And you don't talk about any topics what's you know what's between us because there's nothing there. So talking about something uh, with the other person, it might be very intimacy, it might be very personal, and sometimes even in partnerships, it's not possible that you talk about everything with the other person. Because they say something that it's like, oh, darling, not again. I don't want to hear that again. I have other problems. I have other da 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 da. And uh, I, in my deepest belief is, especially in times like this, it's more important than ever that remember the basics between people. And there should be connections. That should be that you are allowed to talk open about whatever you want. And if it's not possible, please just find yourself another way how to express yourself. Yeah, certainly. I think there's another option whereby, you know, perhaps you can both agree, you know, when things are in a calm phase too, if there is a future conflict where if it's easier for one person to actually write what, what, what could be a love letter, you know, around how they're feeling, yeah. but not necessarily yeah. from a blame perspective, but just literally how they felt about what that previous conflict was and um, how it impacted them or, or to help like, the yeah. other person understand. Yes, exactly. Well, well, a lot of people are painting. I mean, men actually begin to do sport or something like that. Just do it. Before you sitting at home and be aggressive against your partner, just do something else, but tell the other person, because most of the time it has nothing to do with the person who is standing in front of you. It has most of the time it has any hurtings from your childhood or something like that. In in a lot of my coachings, it's most of the time there, they have their hurt from, from childhood, but not from your partner. Your partner is just only here and maybe the old conflicts is coming up. And, and as you said, it's just beautiful. If, if, if it's possible to write a love letter 
to the other person because at the moment you cannot express it in words just do it um and and it's like <laughs> i think everybody out there knows what's a, what's when you have a conflict with, with your partner and you you consider just split up because it's the easiest way and for me it's like um why did you came together just remember that how what what was the what was the basic feeling towards the other person that this was the point that you said yes i want to have you as my partner and in times like this we have the biggest chance to redefine everything new inclusive your partnership your feelings to have this person and and what you actually be grateful for this person or you find out yes maybe it's a better time it's the best that we split up but if you do so in a nice way i never understood why people actually fighting together and still still say hey you still my partner but they have weddings for for your partner which is not nice and i, I talk with a lot of people i talk with a lot of uh, partners especially now i'm i'm out there and and just help you know um some food store um, to handle everything only to be with the people and to have nice words for them and that they be more secure about uh, all the situations and then and, and for me it's like uh if i don't have any nice words from a partner anymore i should reconsider how i actually uh talk with myself and do i have nice words for myself because a person who truly loves themselves have nice words for themselves and also have nice words for the other person especially in times like this and um i have one cradle which i live for, for i think more than 20 years already and i always say if i nurture a mother or a woman i nurture a whole family that's why i do a lot of um free coachings for women for mothers for especially very vulnerable uh, groups and i always say if if i empower women and mothers i empower their their whole family and as you say yes we 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 care for um everybody else sometimes we forget ourselves but we are very very good in forgiving this is a gift and this gift should be used way much more not only in crisis but this time gives us the chance to see which uh uh core values we actually have and which we are living for and love should always begin with self-love and if i love myself so much i can give a lot to the other people and the surrounding will be way much more um, relaxed even when there are crises and i see it in my family i see it with others i coach as more as i'm relaxed as more as the women are relaxed helping the other one nurturing them uh as more as it's going easier uh with, with all the challenges out there yeah I certainly, uh, you know, subscribe to, you know, really looking at ourselves and what relationship we have with ourselves first, because like you say, any triggers that come up where we tend to point the finger at our partners for opening that wound and, and blaming them and, you know, contributing to whatever future discussion or conflict comes off on the back of that is usually like you say, from childhood experience and, and wounds that have not been fully healed, aren't they? And there is one thing you said it's so nicely now because we, regarding the blaming 
Um, I, I, I'm allowed and I'm very proud of it to be a teacher at the university of applied science or my old university. And I teach them also how to give feedback to another person. And if you give, you know, a healthy, I call it healthy feedback, it always begins uh, with I. I feel, I, I'm, I'm aware that this, 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 I, I don't blame them with you, you, you. That's, that's not feedback. It's, that, that's truly blaming someone. But if I say, that's my feeling towards what, what I perceive from you, it, 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 this, is, this is just, you know, feedback. Whatever the other person does with it, but you actually express your feelings, what you are aware of, of the action of the other people is doing. Yeah, we had um, also within our teaching uh, a way of giving feedback, uh, which is similar to what you were saying, you know, uh, start with I uh, rather than the word you. Um, but, you know, we referred to it as uh, giving a, a shit sandwich, we called it. You know, so in other words, um, you actually started the, the feedback with um, something positive about them. And then, you know, whatever they could improve on is, is in the middle. In other words, the shit in the sandwich and then end up with something overall that's positive so that they are more open to receive it. It's like I say it's for so many times, especially when you uh, are in the middle of forgiving your parents. They always, always did the best at the at their moment. If they wouldn't knew it, knew it better, they would do it better. And at the moment when I when I give feedback, as you said, first the positive, then the other the first the, the you always find something positive in anybody. And then if you give the healthy feedback, with beginning with I. This feedback is not that negative or not that uh, hurting than if you would do it in the U and no fit, uh, positive feedback before. And and this is something uh, we, how should I say it? The, the most important life uh, um, changing um, gift you should actually learn from home, you don't learn in school either. And one of them is giving a healthy feedback. One of them is um, teaching self-love, and one of them is how do I handle crisis? How do I handle uh, challenges? How do I handle something what I perceive, uh, what emotion or whatever, to help myself and others the best way it's possible? And I highly recommend everybody out there, just um, reflect yourself. How do you actually want to get treated from other people? And when you when you're clear clear of that, begin that you um, just give them treat them like you actually want to get treated. And it's uh, for sometimes um, I see that at the moment it seems like this is totally challenging for a lot of people out there. And I'm wondering so many times how do you how actually those people handle themselves when they are so ugly to other people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So what advice would you give to women, Bernadette, that are actually in a, 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 maybe in an abusive relationship right now and they're in this lockdown situation? What what advice could you give them to give them hope um, for managing the, the current situation? 
what I found out when I work with a lot of with a lot of abused women and creating resilience methods and coping strategies for them, I found out that most of the time they had no idea what boundaries are. They had they they they, they never said no. I could yell at them. I I could take away all the spaces. They 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 never learned it. And for me, it was heartbreaking. And for me, it was the greatest lesson to learn. So I teach them one thing. Find out for yourself where your boundaries is, what's, where your space is. Make your space bigger and say no. And I teach them, I, I, I teach even one person on the phone mm. that she should begin to yell at me and say no. Because the next day she had to go to the doctor and getting information regarding her son because they uh, refused to give her information about her, her son who was um, in a coma. And I, I, I trained her, I coached her that she stand up for herself, for her son, knowing where her boundaries is. She even changed her voice. She even changed her wordings and she was strong enough to get everything that the doctor just uh, took her for serious for the future. And for everybody who, are, who is out there being in an abusive, abusive relationship, please find yourself a moment to find yourself your space and be worth it for a good living be worth it to say no. And I know by heart that everybody out of you has someone where you can go. Mm. I agree. And, and most of the time, we do not have the guts or the courage to say no to a person you actually love. And that's what I mean before, just um look for yourself what is actually love for you love should be caring love should be nurturing mm. and love should be that you actually love yourself so much that you're allowed to say no and go and if you i think some women do find it difficult to say no and, and to set boundaries you know and if if the word no just sounds a bit alien to you because you're not used to saying it or have had no previous practice of implementing it you know just i think a softer way would be to say i can't you know uh, i can't is it's a softer easier way of saying no isn't it it always depends but if you're in a abusive relationship i can't is not enough anymore and I, when, when a, um, an abusive, uh, abused woman is coming to me for coaching and, and I had very tough um, stories, crying was, was sometimes I did after the coaching because it broke my heart. Because most of the time, those abusive women are just beautiful. They are beautiful souls. They are beautiful characters and just totally caring and everything else. And they only desire one thing to be loved, to be cared for, to be nurtured for, and others abuse that. 
And that's why it's breaking always my heart. But the most learning, what it was common, uh, like general for everybody of them was knowing their own boundaries and saying no very clear. I can't is not enough most of the time. Yeah, I, I agree. But I suppose sometimes there has to be sometimes a stepping stone towards I being know. able to say what they need to say, doesn't there? And uh, I was just, I, I suppose, coming from it from that point of view. I had uh, abused women. I, I tell you, story. I had abused women, and I went to them to um, to the forest only that they have the space to yell, to scream, to say every single shit words they want always to say to this person and just cry and bring out all the emotions, what they stored in their body. And if you store emotion, everything else in your body, you get ill. I'm sorry to say that, but you just get ill. And for me, there's one, there's one wish and one dream I actually have is making a workshop for these women where we can yell, where we can scream, where we can get all emotions out of your body and show you what boundaries means. And yes, in my spare time, I love kickboxing and everything else. <laughs> and that's not only because I have fun with it. It's only because I know what it means to be strong and to you have to be strong when you actually don't want to. And um, for me, it's like, I'd rather be a single than in a bad relationship. Yes, absolutely. And I had, I had yeah, no, um, it's just I'm more, more worse than, you know. <laughs> yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. On that life. note, Bernadette, what um, would be the best contact um, information that you could share with the audience should they want to get in touch with you? Oh, it's, it's uh, on my website. Um, it's uh, BernadetteBruckner.com and there you can write me emails and everything else. Otherwise, just I'm in every single social media what's out there. <laughs> Only because I, I spread as much as possible information, tips, resilience methods, coping strategies in times of crisis i'm also in different projects already only that we can support as much as possible people uh, that you stay healthy that you stay strong and that you stay really really focused and be here and just just stay just stay healthy and and um i know in every single country there are different centers we in austria have a lot of women centers they can go to and, and and get uh, professional information and help and everything else. And I'm pretty sure also in your country, Lynn, and worldwide, and just please use it, do it. It's anonym, at least in Austria, I know it's, it's, um, it's anonym, it, it doesn't, no one knows it, and you still get very good information. And uh, in my opinion, in these times, we have to help together as much as possible, because this is the only thing what matters. Bernadette, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and wisdom. And I will make sure all your contact information as well is shared in our show notes as always. So listeners, thank you so much for your time and for tuning in on this podcast episode with Bernadette all the way from Austria.
And remember, true love starts with opening your hearts. Until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.